Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and each other more. Nothing but a love revolution over here. Yes, it is. That's right. Today, we got a great show for you guys. The topic today is what stories are you telling about your relationship and your dating life? Ooh, that's, that's right. going to be a good one. And all those stories serving you, and what stories should are they you real? be telling? Are they real? Are they real? That's a good question to ask. That's right. So that's going to be- Ooh, This a, is going to be a juicy topic. A juicy I like one. it. That's right. Mm-hmm. But before we jump into the main topic you know how we do we got to catch up with the clocks so how was your week anthony my week was pretty damn good one of the things one of our clients that we love dearly yes we do we got them together as a couple and then when they met and we coached them as we a coached couple. them throughout their entire relationship dating. and dating and kids and all these wonderful things mm-hmm. and to show their gratitude they are inviting us to their wedding in bermuda yeah and not only inviting but they are hooking us up and paying for the whole trip and i am so excited about that i am so grateful such a sweet and generous gesture and i'm so excited to see them get married i love them both so much Mm -hmm. i'm just really excited that we're going to be part of their special day yes i'm very very excited and i never been to bermuda so i'm excited to go to bermuda there you go and hang out with you too and at first it's kind of felt kind of weird like oh they gonna pay for us mm-hmm. but then that's that receiving thing you know yeah. and so it was like no nah, let me receive they love us we love them and they're doing it because it means a lot to them and so it was like i'm gonna receive and i'm gonna feel good about it well that's good it sounds like you are excited about that so mm-hmm. you had a good week that's awesome yeah and you know in law of attraction again we mm-hmm. were just the other day saying like man you know what we would love to go on a vacation yeah and we were yearning for it describing the kind of vacation our past vacations and what we loved about it right. and one of the things was the warm weather the beach and all of that and mm-hmm. guess what bermuda is Yes. Warm weather and beaches. You're the cutest. Can you say Bermuda again for me? I love your New York accent, the way you say stuff. Just one more time. Bermuda. 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 You say Bermuda. Bermuda. E-R. He says, uh. Instead of uh, you say E-R. So Bermuda. Bermuda. It's adorable. Don't ever change. I love it. I don't think I can. I don't think I can change that. (laughs) I haven't changed yet. So I want to share. I had an awesome week. I'm having an awesome week. Speaking of attraction, law of attraction, you guys, we attract a lot of stuff. You will hear us talking about attracting. Like you just said, we attracted a trip to Bermuda. And (laughs) (laughs) my wife got jokes. (laughs) And then today I ran into a lovely young lady that I've worked with on and off, Miss D. De La Cruz. And D has a nail shop. And so she was like, come to the nail shop, get your nails done and I'll do a facial on you. So I'm attracting my people to get my beauty on. I love when I attract the right people at the right time to get the outcome that I want. And I'm be honest with you, literally the last three days, I was like, I should probably reach out to D and make an appointment. And then when I walked into my job this morning, she was there and I was like, I was just thinking of you. I need to schedule with you. So I attracted D today. It was great. So whether you're in a relationship or you're single and dating, mm-hmm. everybody has a story about yes. their situation. 
mm-hmm. whether they think that their relationship is amazing and things are great and their partner is incredible and just they just adore each other. If you're single and you think that dating is easy and you attract what you want easily and you meet great people, or maybe you're in a relationship and you're unhappy and mm-hmm. you feel like your partner's a jerk right. and you feel like your relationship sucks, or if you're single and if you feel like dating sucks and it's really hard mm-hmm. and there are no good people out there, everybody has their story. And guess what? What? Everybody's right. Mm. Whatever story you tell, it will be your truth. What do I mean by that? So basically, the story that you tell is what you will manifest. And even if you look at it and you go, but I have reasons to tell this story. It's the truth. It's the truth. Then that's okay. But you're still going to manifest what you're telling. If you want to manifest something different, then you have to tell a different story. So the thing to keep in mind is that the outside world is just a hologram of what's going on inside of you. So if you don't like what's going on outside of you, you got to change what's going on inside of you. You have to change your story, your perspective. And this is connected to the law of attraction, quantum physics, you name it. And for a lot of people, that's really, really hard for them to grasp because most people, they focus on what they see and they don't realize that you will see what you believe. You will manifest the stories that you're telling within yourself. The thing that's interesting about that is a lot of times people are telling a negative story and don't even realize they're telling a negative story. And the reason that that happens is our brains are always looking for threats, always trying to protect us, always trying to assess Mm -hmm. danger to protect us. And so as soon as we notice something we don't like, then we focus on it. And then once you focus on it, you give it energy, then it expands, and then you keep attracting it. And once that happens, then that creates the belief. So people keep attracting the same thing over and over again, and then they go, this is the truth. But the thing that's fascinating about that is if you are attracting things you don't want in your life, listen to the stories that you're telling yourself, and then you'll see how you are attracting it. But conversely, you can just switch the story and start telling a better story about your life and then your energy will change and then you'll start attracting what matches your new story. But it's hard for people to change that story that they have about each other because they've experienced it over and over and over again. And what's fascinating about that is a lot of times we don't know we're doing things to make the story true Mm -hmm. or we're blocking out things that we don't want to see because they don't match our story or we don't hear things that don't match our story. So if you have a negative story about your partner, about dating life, and you keep telling that story, complaining to your friends, watching movies about it, you are just reinforcing that story and you're going to keep attracting it. So the key is to create positive stories about the things in your life. And if you have a brain type that's like, that's a lie, that's not real, my husband's not thoughtful or romantic, (laughs) then you are not going to see when they're being thoughtful and romantic. So start with sometimes my husband's thoughtful and romantic, like give him a little bit. And then you'll start to notice a little bit more because you want something specific. You're noticing what you don't like. You're noticing the lack because you actually want something. If you're saying that your partner is not romantic or thoughtful, that's a sign that you want your partner to be romantic and Mm -hmm. thoughtful. And so you can communicate that and just say, I love when you're thoughtful and romantic. Now you're letting them know what you want. 
you're actually telling them how they can make you happy. And most people want to make each other happy in a relationship, but they don't always know how. And in relationships, we tend to focus more on what people are not doing, our partners are not doing, instead of telling them what we want them to do. So my go-to, I've memorized it, and it is that you are my best friend. And I love Anthony. He is a great dad. He's fun to hang out with. I love talking to him. I love the way that he thinks. He is beautiful to me. He is so tall and so sexy. I love his smile. And he's got a cute little baby booty. And I love it. (laughs) And then I laugh. And then I feel great. And then that's the lens that I see you through. And I'm just going to be very real here. Even when you irritate the shit out of me, Mm -hmm. I still go to that story and it calms me down. And it just makes me laugh and I can deal with whatever thing that's happening that's irritating me in that moment because the story is how much I love you and all the qualities that I love about you. And so... If you're in a relationship, create a positive story about your partner. And you know what else I had to do too? I had to create a positive story about myself Mm -hmm. in the marriage as well. Because here's the thing. Not only will you tell negative stories about your partner, you'll tell them about yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. And if you start telling negative stories about yourself, then you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel shame. You're going to shrink. And the people around you are going to pick up on that story and mirror it to you. Mm-hmm. and make it real. So your stories about yourself have to be good too. So my story about myself is I'm an awesome wife. I am an amazing friend. Yes, you are. I'm really a lot of fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I'm super sexy. That is true. And you only have eyes for me. This is true. There you go. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. When, uh, uh, so do you I see how story. it has to be, the, the story has to be not only about your partner, a positive story about them, but also a positive story about yourself. Because a lot of times when we're fighting with our partners, we're actually projecting stuff about ourselves that we don't like onto them. I love myself. It took me a lot of years to get here, but I really do love myself. I see how I show up in the world. I really love how I show up in the world. Mm-hmm. So by feeling that way, I don't have negative negative stuff that I need to project on to you. The life that you have now is your reality that odds are you unconsciously created. You unconsciously did it. And when you unconsciously create your reality, you bump into things and just respond by default. And then we react to that. And it's usually not going to be the best way to respond. What you want to do is to consciously change it. And if you're going to consciously create your reality and change it, then you got to do things different. In a nutshell, The outside world is a hologram of what's going on inside of you. And so when you tell a story, the universe is listening. The universe is always listening and it's listening to that voice in your head. And whatever you tell, you will manifest. The universe is listening going, oh, you're saying this? Okay, this is what you want to manifest. And it's giving you it. Your partner's horrible. Your relationship's horrible. Dating sucks. Dating's hard. The universe goes, oh, okay. What I'm hearing is that this is what you want me to manifest for you. And then it manifests that for you. And then you see it and you point at it and you go, see, I told you it's the truth that happened again. And then the universe goes, oh, that's what you're telling me you want. And it manifests it for you. And then you go, damn it, it happened again. And so on and so on and so on. So now, when's it going to change? How's it going to change? Don't try to change your partner first. Don't try to change that your, your the people you're dating first. First, change the way you're thinking about it. The way you're perceiving it. The way you're feeling about it. Right. Because once you lock onto that story, your thermostat gets set there. We have that thermostat for every topic in life. And where it's set is what you get. 
then there's that other part of your brain that's going to filter it in through your eyes. And then that's what it's going to show you. And it's going to filter out things that don't match your story. So when you say your partner's a jerk, then there are going to be moments where your partner's going to be doing great things and being very selfless and looking out for you. And you're not going to see it. Literally, your subconscious mind is going to filter it out so that you don't see it because it does not match your story. And then your partner's going to sit there and go, wow, I'm doing all these things and my partner didn't even notice it. They didn't even say thank you. They didn't even give, you know, they don't appreciate me. They don't appreciate me. Then their story starts. Right. Then they get pissed <laughs> off and they started back at you. Mm-hmm. And then you point out again what they're not doing and what they're doing wrong. And that demotivates them. And then they do it back to you and so on and so on. And so to, to change the cycle, you have to first change the story. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yes. And, you know, I want to focus on people dating. There's like a general consensus where people just complain about dating. I hate dating. It's hard. I I don't like the internet. Even if you don't, it's okay. Lie. Mm-hmm. Lie to yourself. The brain can't tell the difference. Lie to yourself every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. I love dating because I want to be married. And this is what I am doing to show up for my husband or for my wife. Mm -hmm. This is where everybody's meeting up now. It's not the club. It's the internet. And if I got to go on the internet to meet my husband or my wife, I will do it. I will do it every day. Mm -hmm. I will do it a couple times a day. That's how much I love love. That's how much I want a family. Yes. And it's worth it. And it's like the internet is like a huge shopping mall. I get to go and meet lots of people and I get to learn about people. I get to connect with people and be curious about people. Be excited. Like that's what dating is. It's not about locking it down, hurrying up, getting it done, start lying to yourself. Say, I'm meeting great catches. I'm meeting people who are exactly what I want and I'm what they want. Mm -hmm. You start telling that story, that's what will happen because every cell in your body will start to vibrate at that story. Right now, the cells in your body are vibrating at there's lack, there's not enough, it's not working. And so you have to keep attracting that same scenario, that same Mm -hmm. situation. So switch that story up and you will be amazed. Another story I hear a lot of daters tell is they have a deep seated belief that something's wrong with them because Mm -hmm. they haven't met someone yet. Mm -hmm. Nothing's wrong with anyone. You're just taking your time. You are where you are. This is how your life unfolded doesn't mean anything's wrong, just means you really, really want it now. And you're really excited about it. So tell that story. Like, I am really excited about it. I didn't think it was going to take this long, but it did. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. When I was single and dating, before I started the dating journey, Mm -hmm. I was a wreck. My Mm -hmm. life was in shambles. Right. And my game was not anywhere near what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I started from scratch. And I literally would tell myself that I'm amazing, I'm an amazing catch, Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly good looking, I have an amazing body. This is all true about you too. But check it out, at the time, I wasn't. (laughs) I wasn't, my life was a wreck. But I kept telling myself that, I kept telling myself that. Right. I wasn't looking for other people to tell me that first. Don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. do that no. because you will be looking and looking for a long time. <laughs> and, and so and and you'll be you're disappointed. Find it. Yeah. So you have to do it for yourself first. Yes. 
And the more I did that for myself, I said it enough, I said it enough, and the brain can't tell the difference between a lie or the truth. Right. Whatever you feed it enough times with enough emotions, it will believe. When you listen to the radio and it's that song that comes on that you hate, yeah. but then after hearing it a hundred times, you find yourself singing it yep. while you're driving, it's like, what the hell? How the, how the hell I get here? Yeah. You repetition, repetition, and it, your brain absorbs it, and now, there you go. So I did that over and over and over, and literally, I got better looking. Mm -hmm. My body got better. I got right. buffed out. Right. I became more and more inter incredibly interesting. Yes. Because the more I said that, the more I would attract experiences and circumstances and people that introduced me to more interesting things and experiences, which made me more interesting. Right. And I kept saying it, then I kept attracting more and more and more. And then with the body, the more I talked about it, I mean, after my marriage, the divorce, mm -hmm. I was like 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. I was so frail because I was just depressed. And, and the more I kept saying my body's amazing, women love my body. Then all of a sudden, one day, it was like past the gym. And I was mm -hmm. like, hmm, I've never joined a gym before. Hmm. And I went in. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, I keep saying it. And now I'm working out. I'm saying it more and more. And next thing you know, ta-da. And, and so that's the way it works. It doesn't happen immediately. It happens incrementally. Incrementally, yeah. The, the more story, you tell it, then you so believe it. So think of it, it like the, stor the story is energy. And the more you tell the story, the more energy it attracts and fills in the spaces. As you just said that, like, I just got a visual of you being like really frail, your mm -hmm. words, going to the gym. And then look at you now. We were just talking the other week about you just got the, the oldest gold's gym member award <laughs> you've been going to gold's gym longer than anyone uh, yeah. but look what started it yeah what started yeah. it was the story that you told about yourself that i i am doing it i am doing great right there you go i look good tell so it, i i tell more, it in your mind and your ass will follow yes i think more than anything for my single peeps it is the story you're telling about yourself that's the yeah. most important story. And you have got to tell yourself, I'm an amazing catch. And anyone that gets with me is going to be happy and grateful to have a relationship with me because I'm a really, really good catch. The universe is listening. You know, in the class this week, we uh, had to do this little quick exercise. You guys could do it too. If you write the word imagine and you write it out, you can see in it, it's I am a G-I-N-E, genie. And, yes. you're, and we are genies and our imagination, that's our power. And so your imagination is incredibly, incredibly powerful. And with that imagination, whatever you imagine, whatever you talk about, you're imagining. Mm -hmm. And whatever you're imagining, you're going to see it reflected in the outside world. It's a mirror. The outside world is just a hologram of what's going on inside of you. That's the hologram. What stories are you telling? Make them good stories. Right. Most people, they're so focused on telling the story of what they don't like, of what's wrong, what's bad, what's not working, that they never take the time to figure out what they want instead. Your relationship sucks. Then do you want a happy relationship? And if so, what does that happy relationship look like? And when we ask people that, that when they're so focused on what they don't want, then we go, well, so what is it that you would like? They're vague and they have no details and no emotions. They're like, well, I want to be happier, but I can't. And they go back to what they don't want. I just want to meet someone decent. Yeah, but I can't because nobody's out there that's good in dating and there's no good people, no good men or good women, blah, 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 blah. They keep going back to what they don't want. Guess what they keep getting? More of what they don't want. What they want, 
very little details, very little energy. Mm-hmm. What they don't want, big energy. The yeah. subconscious mind is going to collapse on one or the other. The one with the most power and energy, that's what you're going to get. So if you want something different and better, give that more energy than what you don't want. I want to give my daters a new story. I think sometimes daters get caught up on, you know, the physical, how things look, chemistry, the superficial stuff, not calling anyone superficial, very normal to do that because that's generally where we're attracted, right? The physical attraction generally comes first, Mm -hmm. then it sparks that chemistry feeling, and then we move forward. So that's kind of what people focus on first. When I was dating, I definitely wanted to date someone that I was attracted to. So I would just say that I wasn't Mm -hmm. super specific about what they got to look like. Right. I was like, I want to meet someone that I'm attracted to and that's attracted to me. I want to meet someone that I can be myself with 100 percent and they can be themselves 100 Mm percent. Someone that I trust and that I feel safe with. Someone that wants to build a life and do great things in life. I really want to live a great life and I want to be with someone who wants that. And so I created it in a way where I want it to be mutual. I want it to feel good. I want to be able to laugh with this person. I want to be with someone who likes to play. Hmm. You are all of those things. Like I can be myself 100% with you. You like to play. You're attracted to me. I'm attracted to you. And you want it tall. I I wanted tall, but I would have been okay without tall, but I wanted it. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the main thing. I dated short guys, but Mm -hmm. I didn't maybe feel like I trusted them. I actually dated a guy shorter than me for a while, and that was the issue. I did not trust him. Mm -hmm. I always felt like he was trying to pick at my self-esteem. You know, I started out with victim energy, so it's it's in that energy field, and I just felt like he was like hammering, knocking. He was knocking on it. He's too tall. He's trying to bring you down a couple inches. Right? It's literally, I think it was triggering him that I was taller than him and made his insecurities come out, so then he wanted to like tap 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 and mm. pick at mine i was like mm, he don't no i don't trust you i don't feel safe with you i don't feel like i could be myself with you you are not it thank you sir it was nice meeting you next right. and so it's that like when you know how you want to feel in a relationship it's that i knew how i wanted to feel mm-hmm. and then i created the story about what i wanted and needed around the way that i want to feel I came to that conclusion because I had a lot of relationships that failed and I did not feel that way in those relationships. And because I did not get what I wanted in those relationships, I used those experience instead of going, this is how dating is and relationships are. I was like, I want that. I didn't have it before. Now I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know exactly what it's going to feel like. And that's what's about to happen. And I had great dates. I loved dating. It was fun. I I enjoyed the whole process. I honestly was a little sad when it was over when I met you, Anthony. I was like, dang it. This was fun. I was having fun. But I also feel adored by you and safe and like I could be myself. And this is it. I know what I'm looking for. And it's reciprocal. That was the other thing. It needed to be reciprocal. I dated a lot of times. It wasn't. I was into them. They weren't into me. They were into me. I wasn't into them. But I didn't take that personally like something's wrong with me or something's wrong with them. Just not a match. That's okay. So even that, make that your story. When it doesn't work out, just not a match. It, It doesn't have to be all of this really heavy, sad, hard stuff. Just not a match. Keep it moving. There you go. That's it. And then when it comes to marriage, I love my partner. 
we're growing together. We're constantly changing and we're learning about each other more and more. That's going to happen our entire lifetime. We don't always agree, but you know what? We agree a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And when we're not agreeing, we're accepting each other and we're growing and learning from each other. It doesn't have to be, you're my enemy. I got to fight you to the death. I got to be right. You got to be wrong for me to feel you know, seen and heard in this relationship. It really is. We're two different people. We're putting our lives together. We have different upbringings, different brain files. We're not always going to see things the same way. Very true. But we figure out how to get on the same page and move forward every single time. Yes, we do. And you know, people, let me add this. In no way am I saying that you just supposed to put your head in the sand. No. Like you got problems, your partner's off the hook or some real issues are going on and we're telling you just ignore it and you know everything is just going to go away and magically work out. That's not what we're saying. No. What we're saying is if you want to change it, it starts with you telling a different story, a story about how you would like it to be. Yes. Don't figure out how you're going to get there right away. Don't worry about that part. Just get clear on how you would like it to be. How would I feel if it was like this? And don't try to fix your partner. It doesn't work. And, <laughs> if you waste your time, yeah. make yourself mad. And, and once you figure out what it is that you want and you spend time focusing on that, for one, you'll start to attract it. And just thinking about it is going to make you feel better. Yeah. And once you feel better, then now you're in a situation where you can address the serious issues in your relationship. Because if you're feeling out of alignment and you're feeling crappy and you try to address those issues in your relationship, it's going to get worse. It's going to lead to more drama and more chaos, more fighting. So you don't do it while you're out of alignment and you're feeling bad like that. And so get clear on what it is that you want. Get excited, eagerly anticipating getting it at the perfect time. Feel good. And then when the time is right, deal with those other issues. And if you're feeling good and you focus on what you like about your relationship, you're going to start to see more and more things Mm -hmm. to like about your relationship, more and more things to like about your partner, more and more things to like about dating. Once you start telling that story, you will start finding things that match it. And then when you express those things to your partner that, hey, you know what? I appreciate this about you. I love that about you. I love this about you. And Mm -hmm. thank you for this. And thank you for that. And thank you for dating and just in all areas of your life. If you're doing that all the time and then you address issues or problems or you need to tell your partner, you know, what they need, what you would like them to adjust, they can hear you. They can hear you and they'll be more willing to give it to you because you're not just constantly telling your partner what they're doing wrong. You're not constantly complaining about what's wrong with your relationship. You're not constantly complaining about what's wrong with dating. And so when you give more sugar than (laughs) salt, when you give the salt every now and then, they can take it. Then you'll be a Sour Patch Kid. You're sweet and sour. There you go. Everybody loves a Sour Patch Kid. There you go. (laughs) We we all have a little Sour Patch in us, right? This is true. And so focus more on what you would like and the feeling of it. And I promise you'll start to see more of that in your partner and in your dates. So what stories are you telling about your relationship, about your partner, about dating, and about yourself? So another great episode. Yes. Babe, great job. Thank you, honey. Great job to you, too. I I love these topics. I love helping people change their perspective and get more focused on love. That's love revolution right there. Love is a choice. That's right. Choose it even when you don't want to. That's right. So if you guys didn't get a copy of our book yet, make sure you get a copy of Crack the Code, The Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After. This is our Amazon 
best international and national bestseller. If you guys are interested in coaching with the Amazing Clocks, then you can go to theamazingclocks.com and sign up for a consultation and a session with us. We can coach by phone. We coach live on Zoom. And if you live close by, you can coach in person. If you're interested in being a life coach, go to the uh, Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy, where we train and certify life coaches. And we have a couples course and Melanie has a singles course. But to learn more about that, go to theamazingclocks.com and look under events. Love you guys. Go out, spread some love, see the best in yourself and each other. There you go. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it. See you next time. See you next time.